hmm, this may not be working for me, but this would be a big change or a big decision in my life. Should I do it? And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Who else got to the end of last year and thought, Ooh, man, I'm glad that is over and come on 2020, let's make this thing happen. Yeah, that was me too. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. It's Tony Dufresne, PhD in sunny, beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, United States of America. The uh, pandemic is raging and other political things are still happening. The thing I want to talk about this week, which has to do with the virus and the isolation and the world changing things that have happened. Humans are funny because we all go along our lives and we create the structure of the reality around us to make it work for us based upon our current expectations, based upon our current emotional intelligence. And so when something like the coronavirus comes in and tells you to hold their beer and then changes everything, the first thing we do is freak out and we go through some level of shock and awe and we try to cope and try to survive. That's the natural reaction. However, after some time, we start to shift our perspective into this new reality because it's not going away and we have to deal with it how it's structured versus how the old reality was structured. And when we start to make the pivot to immerse ourselves into this new reality, something very interesting happens. We start to see certain things differently. Certain things are more exposed. There's a higher level of clarity. There's a higher level of awareness, especially on things that were sort of working for you before all this happened. And now... Not so much because your expectations or maybe your values in terms of how you see things or what's important to you have changed during this period of time. So that being said, this week I want to talk about making a big change. And given the fact that the, that the situation that has been around us for the past four or five months has created a lot of space for us that hasn't been there before and we may be trying to fill it up with shuffling our priorities or thinking deeper about certain things, the question comes to mind, hmm, this may not be working for me, but this would be a big change or a big decision in my life. Should I do it? Now, when I think of big change personally, I think of either like a job or a relationship. Now, there could be other situations in your life where it's something that matters to you. It is is something that you've been thinking about maybe for a little bit. And it's gotten to the point where you can't really even cope anymore with the way things are. And you know that you need to make the change, but you haven't done that yet. I mean, it's like being in a job that it's maybe stable and you may be able to pay the bills, uh, but it's one of those things where it really has never jived with you. It's sort of served its purpose during that context of the old life that you used to live in. But now maybe reshuffling priorities or taking a look at things and valuing certain things differently, you're seeing that job as something that's not working for you. It's not contributing anything to your growth or to your expansion or to your experience in the direction that you want to go. Or it could be, like I said, the relationship situation where it maybe it was okay, or maybe you overlooked a few things, or maybe you weren't looking at all because you were busy doing your own thing, going to work or going out with your buddies And now with all of those things not being there and us having the space 
and having the, the other person around or not around, our reality has shifted. Our perception has shifted in terms of the importance of that person or the importance of the relationship in your life. And maybe the fit isn't that great anymore because the more that the cracks are exposed that you overlooked before or you couldn't see because you weren't paying attention, the more you cannot deny that they exist and they will not go away. They've been there the whole time. You just haven't noticed them. And that would be a big decision to make to break up or to get together. I mean, relationships are the toughest big decisions to make because there's so much involved. There's so much emotion. There's so much feeling. There's so much worth, identity issues. All of that's involved in relationships. And going through a situation that we've been going through for the past few months, being in a new reality gives some people pause in regards to, is this working for me or not? And that's okay to have those feelings or that's okay to ask yourself that question. It obviously signals that something ain't right. So let me be perfectly clear on this. This is nothing to do with impulse decisions with all of a sudden waking up one day and saying, all right, I'm done. You're done. You know, we've been married for 25 years. We've got three kids and, and a couple houses and a boat and I'm out of here. Or walking in, flipping your boss off or going on to Zoom and flipping your boss off and saying, I'm out of here. It's not working for me. I'm not talking about those types of decisions. I'm talking about decisions that you have been mulling over. You've been contemplating things that that over the past few months you have seen a different angle and has given you a level of concern or pause in regards to where you're at in your life and is it working for you or not. That's what I'm talking about. So if you've been mulling over this decision for some time now, whether to do something or not do something, which leads me to the overall theme of the show today, and it's the power of strategic quitting. People have a negative connotation to quitting, but in this context, it has everything to do with getting honest and getting real with your current situation and understanding that being in a new context or looking at it in a new perspective, you have every right to make changes while being accountable and responsible for your actions. First part I want to talk about is why. Why the decision to make the change is the right decision. Why is that the right decision? The second thing and the most important thing is when you do make the decision, how to do it without destroying your life. Because it's very easy to want to make this real big change and have everything in your life just explode and have nothing left, and free fall into psychosis. And you do not want that. So that brings me to a relatively recent research study by Stephen Levitt. He's an economist and also one of the co-authors or founders of Freakonomics. And what Stephen wanted to do was he wanted to study what happened when people made big life decisions based on random chance. So what he did was he asked his Reddit followers, his Freakonomic fans, all to go to this website. What they agreed to do was to leave the decision to make the change or not based on a virtual coin flip. They clicked the mouse button, this virtual coin flipped, and if it landed on heads, it meant to make the change. And if it were tails, then don't make the change. So part of Stephen's research was after two months and after six months, he would do a follow-up just to see how everybody was doing. And interestingly enough, out of the 20,000 virtual coin flips, the people that flipped to the head side, good vast majority of them were happy. They felt as though they were in a better place after making the change. And this type of story is 
all over the place. If you look, a success story of even being super successful in your position currently or being okay and comfortable in your position currently, but knowing deep down that it wasn't for you and it wasn't going to fulfill you and it wasn't your path, making that risky decision to leave and to start something brand new of your own volition, of your own creation. The few instances I can think of is the method cleaning products that those two guys were professionals. One was a scientist, another guy was some advertiser. And they quit really good jobs. The Wetzel's Pretzels guys, those guys had really good jobs with Nestle. They were higher-ups executives at Nestle Foods. The big fish that I remember is the guy by the name of Paul English. He was a very successful venture capitalist. And he was having a three-martini lunch one day with the dude that started Orbit's travel site. And out of that, he decided to start up Kayak, that travel website. The whole change thing reminds me of a quote by Albert Einstein, which is one of my favorite quotes. And it's the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. And I also think there's a measure of courage that goes into that as well. Because being stuck and not making that decision when you know that you need to make that decision, there's two reasons why that could be the case. There's the fear of uncertainty. There's a fear of the unknown, the devil you know versus the devil that you don't know. And you haven't done any homework. You haven't done any preparation. And the last thing you want to do is just break it off and then float out into nothingness and have nothing to fall on, nothing to start with. That's that level of uncertainty. There's a there's a high risk that goes into leaving something that you've created to move forward or to move on. It's something that may be better or may not be better. There's a level of uncertainty with that. There's also a self-worth limitation a lot of times because in, in certain circumstances, people believe that where they're at is really all they deserve or they don't deserve anything better or more in terms of the job or the relationship. So both of those limiting mindsets keep people from making change. There's also this whole theory about making a change and being in the stage to take the action. Uh, I'm not going to go way into that. It's called the trans-theoretical model of change, which means that you can want to change, but you have to be in like stage four to actually have the leverage to make the change. And I I believe in that trans-theoretical model. And I think a lot of people just haven't reached that point or created enough leverage in their life to get to the point where they're going to take the action to make the change. So now, hypothetically, let's say that you know that you need to make a change or you're thinking about making a change, how to do it without exploding your life or what I like to call atomic bombing your life to where there's nothing left and you're free falling into psychosis. The first step is you have to take inventory to build momentum. You have to write down the reasons why things that exist right now are not working for you. That's going to get you to at least have that energy towards making that change. The second thing is make an if-then list which is really preparation. It's so you are not surprised or you react irrationally when something comes up that you're not ready for it to come up. If I leave this job, then I need a new job to be set up for me already. If I break up with this person, then I need to have a couch to crash on for two weeks and then enough money, enough deposit money to get my own place in a month. Those are the preparation stages that you need. If you lay out the consequences of your actions, and you won't be right all the time, but at least if you know or if you have a little heads up in terms of what may happen and what you need to do, the actions that you need to take to untie your knots with this person or this job and move forward, then you're going to be in much better shape when that stuff comes up and you won't be surprised and you won't freak out. The next step is get your team together. This includes your tribe major supporters, best friends, family, as well as professionals that you've leaned on in the past, be it a coach 
or a therapist or whomever out there who has helped you that may not necessarily be a close friend, but there's somebody who you go to say a mentor or something like that. Get your team together. And then most importantly in that whole team thing is ask for help. It's very difficult to go through a process like this on your own. If you're making this decision to expand and to better your life and to take a positive steps in the right, in the right direction, your supporters, your tribe, your true tribe will understand this and they will want to support you. You need to lean on them because this is not an easy time, whether it be a job or a relationship. It's going to be an emotionally taxing situation and you need to lean on them and they will be there for you if they are truly part of your tribe. And lastly, after all that's said and done, you need to pull the trigger because it's so demeaning. It is so discouraging to get through all of this process and finally go to make the decision and then just not be able to pull the trigger. Then you deal with the worst parts of everything because there's an aftermath. More than likely, people know what your intentions were and then you didn't follow through on your intentions. So now you're out of integrity. And you're still stuck in the crappy place that you were before. You've got to pull the trigger if you make the decision to go through this process. And like I said, it's really important not to apply this to impulse decisions. Impulse decisions are horrible. They will explode your life and you'll, it will take you a very long time to recover. Not like I don't know that or anything. I've only done it to myself like 10 times. So it's really important not to make impulse decisions especially given the current circumstances that we're going through and the uncertainties that are going to be coming about in the next few months as well as we get through this process and learn the new normal as we go forward. And remember, you listening to me, you going out and doing personal growth and development stuff, you looking to expand and to create higher levels of value in your life, you are a model of success to the people that are around you. And there's a level of responsibility that goes along with that. And that's why I say be the change that you want to see. You are a model for other people of success. So it's important to follow these steps. And it's also important to be true to yourself and make those big changes when they present themselves. Remember, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. That's it for this week. I hope things are great with you. You can go to javaba.com for pretty much anything. The YouTube video is up as well. Alexa flash briefings are going on. Comments, questions, or concerns, you could reach me at Tony at javaba.com. I hope all is good. I will talk to you next week. Bye.